By what name are you known? There are some who call me... Tim? That's right. You're not hearing an intro by anybody. This is me, host of the podcast 20 Tim Minutes. Tim McCarthy. This is 20 Tim Minutes, a podcast that focuses on mental health through humor, insight, and personal stories. Thank you for checking me out. This is episode 45. Been rocking this thing since November. I already reached 10,000 listeners. To learn more about me and the podcast, go to 20timminutes.com. Be sure to nominate me for the podcast awards that are coming up, Discover Pod Awards. Vote for me and nominate me for debut new podcast of the year, which I would love to win, and that would be great. I got t-shirts for sale, got my own app. You can download the app in the Google Play Store and the Apple i Apple App Store. I don't know. You know, you guys, you guys are smart. Everyone's smarter than me that listens to it. Actually, you might be not because you're listening to 2010 minutes. Uh, I'm recording live on my Instagram secret Instagram account. You can watch these episodes live and see me freak out before I record. You just got to go to my buy me a coffee website, sign up for a subscription and you can just rock with me uh, live and in effect. Uh, so the reason uh, I didn't have an intro by anybody is because I'm doing a topic that a lot of friends reached out to me and said, tread lightly, and I'll get to it soon, and I respect everyone's decision on helping me because I love when people help me, but I did text a lot of my friends uh, to see what their uh, answers would be, and uh, they they said it was a good question. It was a tough question. It's very controversial, and uh, we'll get into it in a little bit, but let's start off um, with what's been going on. So my recent interview with Toby Passman of uh, Roscoe's Wetsuit Neuro. His interview was this past week. Great interview. We talked about the brain, rewiring the brain, um, fucking EEG machines with the wires coming out. It's very interesting. Me and my brother were talking about it yesterday, and he wants to get one of those. So I got to talk to my man, Toby, have him come by and uh, tickle our brains. And then this week, I have Laura Martin, who is a certified IBS, which is irritable bowel syndrome. Pretty shitty. Uh, nutrition consultant and founder of Healing to Happy, an online company that helps women suffering from IBS and anxiety to get back eating healthy. We talk about IBS, uh, how she was living in Thailand of all places, which is crazy. She lives in Texas now. Talk about a totally different uh, getting out of a toxic relationship with uh, the person she was living in Thailand with and our fondness of elephants. Uh, if you don't know me or see my chesticles, I have a big elephant tattooed on my chest, but I keep this PG 13 and actually no, it's pretty, this is rated R, right? This is a rated R podcast. The rated R podcast star edge. That's me, right? But yeah, I don't, I don't show my uh, chesticles on this, uh, on this show. Maybe, maybe once we'll see, maybe I'll do an only fans where I just do episodes topless. Um, but I don't think there's a market for that. So following up last week's episode, I did one on missing white woman syndrome, which a uh, very uh, contentious topic uh, in the sense of I uploaded it to YouTube and it's my most viewed topic episode, like 600 plus views. I usually average like 30, but I think with the hashtag thing, I put like Gabby Petito and um, white woman syndrome. And then a woman brought it up the next day. So I think people are looking it up. And a lot of people didn't didn't watch my video. I can tell because they were just saying a bunch of nonsense. Like I have 25 thumbs up and like 15 thumbs down. 
Like if I was like famous, I can't really acknowledge that because I'm not. I always have to clap back or say something, but I'm very nice now because it's a topic that I just got familiar with because I never knew. So I would check that episode out and uh, go read the comments because people are fucking nuts. And that's all right. I told everyone thanks for stopping by because it's actually helping me out. So with that being controversial, I'm trying to do another controversial topic because you know what? I like awkwardness conversations when it comes to stuff like that. I know I don't like really dive into every week of like actual mental health disorders or issues, but everything is mental health or a mental health disorder in my my opinion. Like music helps me out. Things that make you happy, things that make you sad, things that have you function throughout the day. You don't have to overthink it and be like, oh man, do I have OCD? Do I have bipolar too? Man, we all get super sad and depressed. A lot of us just get more depressed than, than others. And we just got to make sure we don't compare to other people. We just got to stay in our own lane, but be sure that the other people are staying in theirs, but we're helping each other. Like, hey, you go, you go. No, 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 you go in front of me. Oh no, let's go together. I'll tell you what I don't like about people driving is say you're taking a left and there's a lot of traffic and then the last car is coming and the last car stops and, and waves you aside. You're like, stop being a hero. Just go. You're making this whole operation a lot longer than it should be. If you just kept going or if you had the awareness behind you that there was no cars, just go through. And then they wave you. And if it's like there's a glare, I can't see a wave and I don't know what you're doing. I don't know if your blinker's not working and you're taking a right. You got to flash the high beams a little bit. Give me a heads up and then maybe I'll give you a wave. Sometimes I don't wave depending on what their attitude was or their intention. You're not a hero, okay? It's all right. My biggest fear sometimes is trying to take a left and I can never take one. Like on those, like everyone has like a sketchy intersection they hate and they try to avoid it. And then you're there and you're like, I'm never going to get off the street. It's going to be a left for the rest of my life. There was a theory that I thought of that someone told me that if you go up to a red light and there's like no one around, say it's like 11 o'clock at night, p.m. And uh, the lights aren't changing. If you flash your high beams while you're coming up, it'll change quicker because a lot of them do have sensors. All those ones like on the street where like if you pull up too far on the sidewalk, uh, sidewalk, the crosswalk, it won't like turn. And then you have to like reverse, but the, the guy behind you is too close. Then you're like, hey, buddy, back up. If you're behind somebody at an intersection, make sure you see the bottom of their tires. Don't get too close because you know why? If you get rear-ended, then you rear it, then you smash into the guy in front of you. Then that's where I don't know where car insurance comes in. Like is the middle person just, that's just moot. And the person behind you and in front of you have to exchange information and you're just kind of asked out because you hit somebody and you got hit. Does anyone know the answer to that? Give me a call. Go to 2010minutes.com and send me a Q&A. Talked to my um, therapist today. Went really well. Um, I love her. She's uh, always great in helping me out. We realized that I am doing better. I'm more relaxed and content. I'm not very high strung. I feel just like I'm overall happy, but she realized I'm not really taking care of myself. My eating habits aren't good. My sleeping habits aren't good, which I do need to get better. And I feel like all of us can get better in a way. Um, but I'm just cooling right now. Um, I do need to eat better. I'm like, my Adderall like makes me like full which is super weird. Like that's why a lot of people that take Adderall, they're like very skinny and like just wired, which I am. So you can understand. Like I'm not like super skinny, but I could get more like tone. They can call me Timmy Tones, Tony the Tim, Tony the Tiger Tim. I don't know. I try to make up nicknames for me. It never works. My nickname growing up was T-Mac. My middle initial was J and it was TJ Mac. Wasn't a fan. I think one of my aunts still calls me that. I'm like, eh, eh. Oh, great aunt. I forget. Treat like... Cousin second, second cousin removed. That's where I get lost. I'm like, I don't know what that means. I think that's my cousin's 
kid, right? I don't know. Family trees are crazy. If you listen to the the extended release of episode 25, I mentioned something about my family tree, which is fucking insane. I can't really talk about it, but I did like right quick. So go to episode 25. It's the one I talk about uh, me trying to kill myself. So let's jump into this. Okay. I am going to give you a quick, direct comment and fact. In no way do I support pedophiles. Do I support do I reason with them? Do I understand them? Like a thousand percent sick individuals. I don't support it whatsoever. That's, this is a controversial topic and I want to take it on because I like doing controversial topics or topics that are tough to talk about because I brought this up with other people and they're very awkward and they, they don't know how to answer these questions or how they feel about it because it's something that people kind of like push aside until it happens. Like we all know it exists and it's very unfortunate that there's sick individuals out there that abuse children physically and sexually and mentally um, that need to be just, I don't even know, like fixed, taken care of. I don't know. This thing is tough for me as well because again, I don't support them. I don't feel for them. I don't try to understand them. I don't try to put myself into their shoes because I don't want to ever fucking really feel like what they're thinking about. I was a big, um, what was it? Chris Hansen. I'm Chris Hansen with Datelight NBC. Do you know who I am? Take a seat. Why are those cookies very hard to catch a predator? That was one of my favorite shows because as fucked up as it was, they made it like a little funny because Chris Hansen was very passive aggressive and he never broke character. Like he never smiled. And there's always like different types of people where they always thought like it was the dad or he was the cop. And then the people that did that just ran. And it was good to see these people get absolutely bundled when they walked out of the house. They would try to run and they'd do like the double look and they would just be scared. And some just fucking huge guy would just take them out by the knees. Like, I didn't do anything wrong. It's like, yeah, buddy, you did. It's like, I thought they were 18. It's like, clearly right here, you, it says, uh, I'm a 14-year-old boy. You cool with that? And he's like, yes, LOL. Remember the Lost Prophets, Last Train Home? I kind of like that song, but then the lead singer became a pedophile, and then you can't really listen to that song anymore. And they actually took it off Spotify, which is a great move by Spotify. Spotify's been kind of janky lately um, with trying to play music, but that's not what this is about right now. So I didn't know this. I didn't think pedophilia was a psychiatric disorder, and it is. And the definition of pedophilia is a a psychiatric disorder in which an adult or older adolescent experiences a primary or exclusive sexual attraction to pre I don't know how to say that word pre pre fuck it fuck it to children okay we know the word i can't say it i'm not smart okay i'm i'm probably going to say some certain words that don't mean what they're supposed to mean in my head but you know my intentions are good so again clear as day i do not support fucking pedophiles this is a anti pedophile podcast I'm just talking about the psychiatric side of it all because it is interesting. And then I have a hypothetical question to ask you. I actually don't even know how to answer it. I asked multiple people it. Stay tuned. So it's part of the DSM-5, which I talked about uh, previous episodes. It's a book that like, um, like real fucking smart people use, like clinicians and just like people, like psychologists, psychiatrists, they all use it. It's the... Uh, Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Health Disorder, the DSM-5. Don't buy it if you're a regular person. You can't, like, you're not a professional. Don't do it. 
So there are also neurological differences between the brains of someone who is diagnosed as a pedophile. I didn't know people could be diagnosed as a pedophile. I just thought you had to be caught and they just labeled you a pedophile. But then I realized that you're pretty much just a sex offender, which I should have looked up the different levels because as everyone always know, like you're a level three sex offender. I don't know what one and two is and I should have looked that up, but it's like number two pencils. Like what's the number one pencil? They're not comparable, obviously, but you know what I mean? Um, it also reminds me of, um, the big Lebowski with, uh, Jesus in the bowling scene. And he's like, uh, nine year olds, dude. Cause he was like a pedophile. Like pedophilia is not even funny, but like they, people can make, it's like when try to be like comedians try to make like rape jokes funny, but rape isn't funny. And it's like movies like the big Lebowski or like stand up or like, even like the catcher predator, they made it kind of funny, but it wasn't. That's what like I kind of like about it because it's such a like my podcast is very like I try to bring you in to make it a little bit jokey so you don't feel as uncomfortable even though I'm super uncomfortable about talking pedophilia and let me be clear I do not support pedophilia I just want to make sure of that I just think a lot of people need to be educated in it because it is a real unfortunate issue and I think especially parents need to be aware of it because God forbid something happened and uh, we got to make sure we stay away from people. I'm going to have a lot of websites for people to check out um, and make sure they are aware of their surroundings and people in the neighborhood that are sex offenders, which that's my goal with this is making sure people um, are safe and staying away from uh, this type of fucking crazy shit. And that's Leo crying like a maniac behind me, um, my cat Leo. Um, so there are a neurological differences between the brains of someone who is diagnosed as a pedophile and someone who is not. Many pedophiles, more than the average person, had mothers who also experienced psychiatric disorders. So that's kind of like a, a possible telltale sign that someone could be a pedophile. Doesn't mean that all of them are, but... And then um, lastly, many pedophiles have been found to have a chromosomal abnormality, which I don't know what those words mean, so hopefully you do, because um, I'm not a smart guy. And studies show that there is a higher risk that a child will abuse children when they are adults, if they were also sexually abused, which also makes a lot of sense. Um, I guess there was another one I read that like having like a young uh, head trauma can can be the case. So I, I I ask people like, do you think it's a mental health disorder? And by like the definition and the way they explain it, it is. It's uncurable. A lot of other mental health disorders aren't curable. But there's also not a medicine to like help being a pedophile. Like there's like the the DBT or the CBT um, to help people like change their way of thinking so they don't think like that anymore. But that take, that opens up a whole can of worms that I'm going to get into because people don't want to open up if they have these thoughts or they are. It, like how do you? Like I had an issue opening up about my bipolar, which compared to this is like, yeah, anyone that has a like, I'm going to say it and I'm not going to like again. I think everyone else's mental health disorders besides pedophilia are way more important in a sense of like, we're not purposely trying to be a, a shit bag, um, which again, this is where it gets weird because someone might doesn't want to choose to be a pedophile. They know the right and wrong of it, but they just have those intrusive thoughts and they're trying not to act on it and trying to get help. But how does one get help if they're a pedophile? I don't know because I'm not one, nor do I support pedophiles. Let me be clear about that. Tim McCarthy, host of the podcast, 2010 Minutes, does not support pedophiles. Okay? Just making that clear. Um, so 
also like uh, substance abuse, mental, other mental health disorders like depression, anxiety, and uh, sexually abuse themselves are other um, are other things. Um, so I asked a lot of people this question, and um, I think it's very tough. Okay, I'm going to ask you. You don't have to ask it. Maybe you can ask other people. But this is a hypothetical question that I was asking people. I was texting people, especially fathers and mothers. If a family member, friend, or significant other came to you and said they had intrusive thoughts about fantasizing about an underage child sexually, but did not act on it and did not have any uh, child pornography on them, how would you act and would you help them and how? That question I have no fucking idea because pretty much someone is reaching out for help that knows you they confide in you they're like hey this is some fucked up shit and i know this is wrong and i don't want to act on it um would you turn them away and then another part someone pointed out it's like if you could prevent a child from being abused by helping someone that is a pedophile get help would it be worth it because if you don't help that person and they go and act on it you're not going to feel like it's your fault because that that isn't your that isn't your like issue to deal with. But if you think about it that way, it's like you should say something. Like I wouldn't fault anybody's decision in this case. Everyone has a different um, answer for this, and no one. Obviously, everyone's goal is to is to save children and make sure they're fine, which I'm a fucking thousand percent for. But they all have different answers where they're like, "Oh, I would fucking kill them. I would write them off." And they're like, "Well, but someone that I know, like I would want them to get help." And then some people were like, well, I would definitely tell somebody just in case there was like other issues, like maybe they're lying, maybe they did do something, maybe they do have child porn. It's like that needs to end. And I think those people are good people that want to help because it's going to hopefully end that fucking shit. Like, you know how fucking hard this is to talk about it? This episode is either going to make or break me, I tell you. But again, let it be clear. My stance, anti-pedophiles. Okay? Um, so I had a couple of people, uh, reach out and I have a clinician friend, um, that said as a clinician, I would have to put my own opinions aside. So this is someone that deals with this type of shit, but they haven't dealt with this specifically, but it could arise and you have to be prepared for it. That's why you go to school for it. They got the DSM five, all that. I do believe that it is a mental illness who would purposely want to wake up every day, wanting to sexually abuse children and risk going to jail. I agree with that. Probably not many people. It is so shamed and it makes it difficult for any individual to seek help and come clean about their urges, leading them to be sneaky and acting on these urges in a bad way. There are ways to get help. Imagine seeking help for something like this. That must be one of the most difficult things one could do. We can't treat sexuality, but we can get to the root of these problems. We can teach other ways to act on urges. We can educate, learn, coping skills. There are many ways to help this potentially, just like any other illness someone seeks help for. I get that. I absolutely get that. Professional, went to college, knows what they're talking about pretty much. It is, it's, uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's so, it's so, it is interesting. It is very interesting. It's very fucked up. We have to be, we can't tiptoe around uh, this type of thing. Um, and a lot of people don't want to talk about it. I asked a couple of people and they couldn't even comprehend an answer because it was so baffling. They were like, I don't know. And it could happen. They say one to two percent of people of men are pedophiles, but it's like not all crimes are reported, and not everyone's going to come out and talk about that. So that number could be way higher, which is also fucking unfortunate. So 
I'm going to end with this, um, some contacts and some positivity real quick. So I always ask a question uh, for people to reach out to me. Um, I, I wanted to start on a good, new, go note, good note and uh, a good note at the end. Like obviously the middle wasn't like a bad note, but the topic is very, um, I don't even know the word. I don't want to say the wrong word, but controversial to stay with that. Hence, I didn't want to do an intro for somebody and be like, oh, thanks for doing the pedophile episode for my intro. So I do have self-awareness. I mean well, and I want everyone to do well. Um, but if you're a pedophile out there, um, fucking stop and go get some fucking help. Easy enough. Right? And uh, be sure you register. Um, so I got an interview. Uh, interview. I got a question that says, loving your interviews, but have you loved them all? Non-specific, of course. I actually have loved all my episodes. I'll tell you what, what happens with my interviews. I never want to do them. The day I have to do them, like, fuck. And like, it's like, I'm either tired or I, think, I don't think it's going to be good or I'm not ready. And all my interviews have gone great. I haven't had one person, unless they lied to me, that said they, 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 they all like the episode. And I've had them read, uh, send me testimonials that I can put on my website, which is always a good feeling. But I'll tell you this, I do consultations with people. And there have been a lot of consultations where I'm like, this person's not going to work out. And I'm still having that tough time of telling them that day that I'm not going to take them. I usually send them an email or I just don't reply, which I need to get better at that if I'm going to be a businessman somehow. I don't know how that would be a businessman. But yeah, thank you for the um, for the question, Jenny. You're the best. And uh, she listed a bunch of things why she loved my podcast. Your flow is natural. I kind of disagree with you. Um, you have a great podcast voice. Appreciate it. Your guests are great. And I can tell you really listen when they talk. That's not always the case. Hopefully that's not always the case for other people or is it me? Just kidding. Um, cause in my 20 minute episodes, I tell people it's about like my ADHD. That's why I keep it low. When I'm talking to somebody, it's a lot easier. I can relate of what, what you say, which is a great feeling for me. Your sound is always on point. I even like it when you share that you're having an off day. It makes me feel a bit more normal when I'm having an off day. I usually seriously, LOL a few times, at least keep on keeping on. Thank you so much. That makes me feel so good. And, uh, I love you for that. Um, so a couple links for people before I do the music and uh, movie thing. Uh, I know this is running a little bit late, but I do apologize. So the number for to report child sexual exploitation is 1-800-843-5678. Again, that's 1-800-843-5678. Um, and then you can also go to familywatchdog.us. That is a common spelling of familywatchdog.us. You can find um, sexual offenders in your area. You can look at them, how close they are to schools, your address, or look up anyone else's address to see how close they are. Um, I wouldn't suggest doing anything bad, so you, you don't go to jail, but it's good to just be aware and avoid that house on Halloween. And then uh, we're coming to the end of Suicide Prevention Month. So um, suicide prevention phone number is 1-800-273-8255, 1-800-273-8255. And if you're not comfortable with uh, calling people, which I don't, um, I text people. You can text HOME, the word H-O-M-E, to 741741, HOME to 741741 via text. And you can also text 911. Don't forget that. If you're in the state of Massachusetts, you can text 911. I don't know about every other state, but give it a try because... I heard people do that. And then if you're if you don't know, just call 911. If you call 911, try to give as much information as you can. If it's for somebody else, especially name, address, city, apartment, make sure you have all that ready if you can and just be sure um to try to stay calm. And uh people at 911 always want to help. Um I know some good people there. 
Moment of Truth, Gangstar, song suggestion of the week. It's a very motivational song. I like it. I might have uh, suggested it before, but you know what? There's new fans. Go listen to that song. Good rap song. And then movie I just watched, Big Time Adolescent with Pete Davidson. I give it a 6 out of 10. If you've seen it, let me know. I'm going to start rating the movies I've seen, but I give that like a 6 out of 10. That's a rookie score. Pizza reviews. I like the pizza reviews, but let me just give it a 6 out of 10, all right? Let me just be that person. But thank you guys for sticking with me. I hopefully got this uh, topic across where I don't sound like a fucking idiot, which uh, I'm sweating. But let me say one more thing. I do not side, feel for them, or try to try to reason with it because I don't, I don't agree with it. I think it's fucked up. It's wrong. I think they should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. I think people that act on it are fucking terrible people and disgusting and deserve all the bad things that happen to them. So be sure that you don't get that fucking twisted or take anything out of this fucking out of context, please, because you know what side I'm on, okay? 2010minutes.com, you can get everything you need from there. My bio, testimonials, you can see how good my interviews are, all my episodes, you can buy some merch. Please buy some merch, just buy some fucking merch, please. I got so many fucking shirts. But I love you guys so much. Thanks for rocking with me on this episode. I know it was kind of tough and hopefully you hung in there with me. Um, But I thank you so much. Uh, And you know what? I love you and have a goal. And we're clear. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.